You are listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, if you're out there and you're just getting so sick of all those gosh darn Marvel movies taking up so much of the cultural landscape and you just really want to see them get taken down well the boys uh on amazon prime most definitely continues to deliver on that front they seem to hate superheroes as much as you do <laughs> um and want everyone to know how much it would suck if they actually existed uh we are now on the third season of that show based on the was, is it a comic book or a graphic novel uh it was the, it was a comic by garth ennis yeah. and derek robertson and garth ennis who you know famously just loves superheroes <laughs> um big fan of subtlety yeah it's just a pinch i mean he actually does dig superman so i'll give it to him i don't believe that I, I don't believe you i don't believe that statement you just made i, I don't trust it <laughs> Garth Ennis hates everything. Boy, do I have an issue of Hitman for you. <laughs> well, with me today on my super team, known as One of Us, is Jordan. Why, hello there. Elliot. Gotta protect the homeland. And my nemesis, Doggett. Can't stop the Doggett train. <laughs> I, of course, am Rose. Uh, so, what did you guys think about this season? Uh, Jordan? You know, I I said in the uh, Strange New Worlds review, uh, this and Star Trek Strange New Worlds both represent, like, the two, on two ends of a very fucked up spectrum, (laughs) how that these are the most politically and socially relevant uh, TV shows at the moment. And Orville. And, I mean. And the Orville. Okay, Andy Orville. I haven't caught season three yet. Okay. Well, that's your first cry. Da- all right, all right. Can, can, can you can you kill me after this? Okay, afterward. <laughs> okay, f- okay. Thank you, Black Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I-, I really found this third season to be its best so far, and that's because of well, it is just it is just curb stomping subtlety more and more this show no and i mean this season pretty much asks the question the bad guys just keep winning what the fuck are we gonna do shit sucks (laughs) and and and, you know yes speaking of non-subtle i mean literally from the opening shot of the first episode is a uh, a parody of a marvel movie that is literally rewriting their history including their like Homelander's allegiance with a Nazi. So it's, yeah, it's it's <laughs> right there from the beginning. I agree with you, Jordan. I think this is their best season so far. Um, and, and and the weird, and, 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 and the messages and imagery, and like, this is like if Garth and his, like, it, sorry, if the boys' comic was good, 
This is what it would be like. <laughs> from, from the nerdy guy who goes from wearing a Homelander outfit to a birthday party to like at a home ra- a Homelander rally. It's like... Oh my. <laughs> it, it's all you point. know what, Doggy? You're actually right. This is if that comic was actually good. I mean, has there ever been a bigger dissonance in terms of quality of source material and adaptation? Well, than the the show? Umbrella Academy show is better than the comic. I'll give it that much. Okay. I haven't seen Maybe it. Maybe Doom Patrol. Yeah. I mean, both the... Do- I mean, don't get me started on Doom Patrol. I could go on for hours. <laughs> but, okay. I was afraid. But... But yeah, right now the the, uh, the biggest dissonance I can think of uh, uh of an adaptation outdoing its source material is definitely preacher. The <laughs> oh yeah, preacher. I mean it kind. I mean that kind of course corrected, but still. Whew. I I definitely want to give a special commendation to Jensen Ackles this season who. When I heard that he was added to the cast, I as someone who has never watched but kind of has a, a general pop cultural osmosis awareness of him via Supernatural. I was like, eh, I don't know. But then again, I didn't really have that much uh, experience watching him in that show. So I guess that was kind of an unfair, you know, eh. But man, he blew me away. Apparently he's a really good actor. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> phenomenal here. Although I was curious because they said, oh, he's going to be playing Soldier Boy. And yeah, in another great way of deviating so far from the source material, this Soldier Boy is, well, he he is a much bigger asshole than I knew on the <laughs> well, base. It's yeah, cool because as somebody, who, as somebody who has seen Supernatural, this is like Dean Winchester if you took away all the good qualities and just left the asshole yeah. who eats a hamburger for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes, agreed. And I loved him on Supernatural, but yeah, this is this is unfiltered Dean Winchester if he also grew up in the 1940s. If if he was allowed to say "gargle my balls," yeah. <laughs> I, I think the yeah, comedi- I think the comedian from Watchmen who he's definitely inspired by would be mm-hmm. like, "Calm down, man." Yeah, who weirdly played <laughs> his dad? Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, he he kind of does make the comedian look fucking PG. Right. Comedian's like, at least I chilled out after 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. And he shot it. And, and the comedian shot a pregnant woman, by the way. <laughs> and JFK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did Soldier Boy, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I really do like how this season, go, uh, you know, goes right from where we were in season two. I mean... Fallout from Stormfront and pretty much Homelander at at a point having his balls cut off. Well, there's a there's a point where a lot of criticism of the season is that it's spinning its wheels, and I I, I maybe storyline wise maybe, but I have to disagree because all these characters are always progressing and growing, or you know if they de evolve, they have to earn back what they got back, like. I, I remember yeah. I, I, I was I was telling a, a friend this a while ago, like Huey. I'm just I'm just gonna center on Huey right now. Huey goes from somebody who feels weak and can't do much, and in, in his personal life, and in the first season, of the boys they highlight how he's like an important member of their team. He's he's in every mission, and he's always like he almost saves a day a few times. And the second season, like he takes a bit of a backseat, like he's fucking up. He's he has PTSD. He's not handling things well. And in this third season, like, they pick up right from that, where, like, they show this insecure man who's, like, 
who's not like Todd or anything, but like the, he's he feels so little about himself that he's turning to things that he shouldn't. Well, I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of um, Barry from Barry um, this season I of can a see man that. who's kind of kind of losing it and turning to darker places mm-hmm. places that maybe he shouldn't although i mean it's different here i don't want to go too far with that comparison but yeah but if, if um, you've seen barry that'll track yeah and i have to agree with doggett that i did not at all feel like this was turning its wheels this was th- this was consistent all the way through and to further go to what doggett said jack quaid as huey is kind of my season mvp because here's the thing, Huey is the, he is the moral voice of reason among the most diabolical, decrepit people. And here's yeah, the thing, butcher. that moral voice of reason slowly becomes demoralized. Because, again, it, 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 is the, it is the mindset of the season, okay, we're the good guys, but the bad guys keep fucking winning. And that speech Huey gives in the third episode, where he just more or less says, we have to be as nasty and fucked up as they are, and I'm tired of losing. Let me just say right now, that is life as a trans woman in in the United States right now, in the fucking world right now. And that rang too loud in my soul. And what... And what happens with him and Carl R. Urban's Butcher when a new version of Temp V is introduced, uh, V24, which gives you powers for 20, well, 24 hours, as mm-hmm. you could do the math, it sends them to places. Again, I love Huey's arc this season, especially when it comes to uh, like his, his, his hero moment in the finale, yeah. more or less, and yeah. how... Well developed, more or less, uh, his relationship with Annie Starlight is. Yeah, and and Star and a character like Starlight, she doesn't like change as much as everybody else does. She's the Captain America of the group. She has to be the constant. She's the one who who needs to who needs to stay who she is, no, no matter what, because of the situation she's dealing with. Because she's always been good. But yeah, but even she gets pushed way uh, a, a bit more than usual this season especially in terms of uh an, an old flame possibly joining the team and how homelander tries to use that against her i mean i appreciate he was being racist in spanish i mean i appreciate that <laughs> oh, you put the effort Man, that, that part was so great and so terrible like i felt so bad laughing at it yeah <laughs> I- I will say one thing I was curious about was how this season was going to adapt Herogasm, which in the comics was this bacchanal of <laughs> just, you know what? Here, superheroes, indulge your sickest, most twisted fantasies. And I and I got into it. That was kind of one of my lesser parts of this season because... Oh man, they kept hiving it up so much, and yeah. when you get to the episode, it just looks like, like this. Just looks like any orgy I've heard of. I was yeah. happy. Herogasm is a shitty storyline. It's not a good storyline <laughs> at all. Even with all, even with all the sex you see in the pages, it does not make up for it. So they put it in the background and they focus on other things. And I'm, and it's better for it. No, I I, I do agree. It's better yeah. for it, but it was just like. 
again, it's like, yeah, this is just... just this is like just every orgy story I've heard. Yeah, yeah, the deep fucks an octopus. We've all watched hentai. <laughs> I don't think it would have been possible to make it, you know, like people were expecting or like what was seen in the comic. Like, even with the much looser standards of, you know, streaming TV and all that. I and was... having Amazon money. Give me yeah, another show where you see an asshole, Jordan. Wow. The inside Apple. of a urethra. <laughs> oh god that was fantastic or whatever liquid uh, that guy rubs on mm's jacket yeah <laughs> um yeah but but with regards to hirogasm um i did hear that complaint that oh there wasn't a ton of sex going on and it wasn't wild and crazy and like i haven't read the comic also so i, I didn't care because that was one of the best episodes because it had a great story and oh, it, yeah. um, like you were talking about earlier with people complaining that nothing progresses in this season. Um, I think we tend to conflate the ending of a story with um, all of the bad guys being vanquished, you know, and, and happily ever after. And this is really a season about character growth and all the, what's going on here is about developing these characters. And I think the, the fact that, and, and I don't want to spoil too much yet, but the fact that this season, the, 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 the status quo really remains the same at the end of the season is kind of part of the messaging, I think, of the whole season, of being sort of stuck perpetually in this system while it's also kind of sliding off a cliff. And, like, the people yeah. you think are on your side, you know what, maybe they aren't so much on your side. Oh, you know what, maybe they don't give a shit yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah like, mm -hmm. yeah, like, uh, yeah, like the congresswoman you go to work for when it turns out, oh, she's a soup who can blow your fucking head off i got a bit it makes me give aoc the side eye a little bit just a little bit it's like okay what are you actually trying to offer me right now why do all these mm. people that you know keep blowing up it's kind of <laughs> weird i will say this season also just forever confirmed man what a fucking bitch the deep is oh Duh. i know <laughs> biggest cuck Duh. in the world but the best character on the show this show Definitely. would oh, oh, by, by the way by the way those octopuses he fucks He's the bottom. <laughs> he is the absolute bottom in those situations. For sure. And I will say, I uh, I did like what they what they did with A Train. From... Yeah. Yeah. A Train to Africa. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, I could, that fucking pitch meeting, and even Malcolm Barrett's character going like, "Man, I know you don't believe this shit." And what and what happens with uh, Blue Hawk, who not only looks like Tim Pool, but might as well just be Tim Pool. <laughs> right. There's so many like little geeky inside jokes of this thing, like one of the Boondock Saints being gunpowder. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh oh my. Oh holy shit. Yep, that was him. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it was the one that isn't Norman Reed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that should give you a clue. The one who doesn't have a biker show. <laughs> and I will say my other MVP was Frenchie. I really did like his story, especially in how it uh, advanced him mm. and... Kimiko. Yeah, Kim Kimiko. Sorry, I was looking at my notes. Him and Kimiko's storyline. like, and, and how she does so much with just her facial expressions and... Got to her, hear her sing? Uh and her eyes yes and we, and we got a musical number yeah because of course we did and once again carl urban is just charmingly an asshole <laughs> I, I i absolutely did love him this season since he was still dealing with so much shit of his own no i was gonna say like butcher is just 
it's it's almost sad. It, it's it is the friend who who you who you are good friends with, but they just fucking suck and they ruin mm-hmm. everybody else's lives. And and this season, the 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 thing that sets it all off is Huey stops being his canary. Huey's like, Nah, you're right. Fuck everybody. We gotta do it your way. Right when he was on the verge of a breakthrough, <laughs> Huey calls up. Is like, Nope, you were right about everything. Stop doubting yeah. yourself. Uh- and, Again, that goes back to it's like, yeah, the bad guys are winning. What are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah, it kind of becomes MM's job to become that canary and sort of join up with Starlight to be sort of the straight person in the group almost. Yeah, yeah. between his like uh, uh, Todd and Todd, oh, and also Todd. Todd, fuck Todd, a little Soldier Boy, so but good. also Todd. <laughs> Especially like, Soldier Todd. Boy, I understand, but fuck Todd, fuck Todd. <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck him. Uh, I think it's easy to accidentally ignore um, what's all considered some of the greatest stuff in the show. We have to talk about how great Anthony Starr is as Homelander. I mean, I think this is one of the best performances of the last ten or twenty His years. Oh yeah, eyes. one of the best villains ever. All right, like this season, he is ninety percent eyes, J- just those <laughs> bug eye, terrifying just windows into the soul. But he's still so calm and cool and charming at points. But then he's like, oh, yeah, you are America incarnate. Well, it's like that Simpsons joke where Homer's looking at a high-def television for his first time. And he's watching a shark like swim. He's like, oh, you can see into the shark's cold, dead eyes. And it's like, it turns to Charlie Sheen. He's like, oh, you can see into Charlie Sheen's cold, dead eyes. <laughs> that's, that's his secret. Anthony Starr has Charlie Sheen eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I never get that tiger blood. It's just, it's like, it's like that. It's that. It's those three wrinkles between in the side of each eye that sells the menace. He so fully embodies this character. I think more than anyone else on this show, even though there's so many great people, he is just living, breathing Homelander. Yeah, I, I couldn't oh, yeah. see and, anybody and peel, else but him. Every doing season this. they peel a little bit more off of him. Like this is the first season we see him without his suit and like what he actually looks like without it, without the padding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a moment where he's asked to, I don't want to give too much away, but he's sort of asked to do this weird kind of little boy caricature talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's this almost cartoon bizarre performance that would be hard, I imagine, to ask an actor to do. But it's, uh, and he's also sort of acting against himself. Um, but he just nails it and really sells you on this. The, the fact that Homelander is a deeply, deeply, deeply fucked up person. Oh, yeah. And, and really someone who's probably irredeemable. Not probably, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even when the show shows him caring about before. somebody, it's like you don't really care, do you? I, I don't believe this. You you ran to this person, but I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. But then again, the person he cares for was a Nazi, so that immediately takes away <laughs> any sympathy points that he gets. Yeah, and you um, find it funny as as contemptible as he is for all of his many genuine faults the the one thing he takes exception to is like her overt nazism where there's a a moment in this one where he's visiting her you know in in the kind of permanent hospital bed that she's now living in and she says something to that effect and he's like god don't start with that nazi shit again come on it's like oh okay so that's where you draw the line it's the only thing he knows people can't love that's why he can't embrace it yeah yeah, there you go that was almost like america kind of resisting its nazi association if we really want to pull back and look at the sort of messaging of the show oh for sure i will yeah that 
but that just made any scene where Giancarlo Esposito's Stan Edgar verbally hands him his balls that much more satisfying. But when yeah. he, every time he does, they're like, why are you pushing this person so much? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Talk about not playing know what with he fire. Can do. He was chill oh for God. the first episode. He's like, oh, sorry, Starlight, go ahead. He's like, you don't get that in any other season. Why are you pushing this man? Have you met him? It, it's <laughs> yes. kind of... Sadly. It's kind of criminal, too, that, as far as I know, I could be wrong, that he hasn't, Anthony Starr, hasn't gotten any serious, like, awards recognition for this. Uh, oh, he's going to fight Jason Eccles if he gets an award for this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like if the Emmys finally decide to acknowledge the show this year, if at all, yeah, it's going to be a, a fight between Anthony Starr and Jensen Ackles because both just turned in absolutely dynamite performances again. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and I, we, we briefly mentioned it, but yeah, also MM. MM, great character and, and mm-hmm. like the, we, the more things we're learning about him and watching him grow and, and his family issues. Like, like they've changed so much in the comics and I'm so glad. I am so happy. Guys, you don't understand. In the comics, <laughs> his daughter is it affected is. By, v, by the V also and she ages to like, she's eight but she looks 18 and she makes a porno yeah Yeah, it's not good it yikes but i do also have to i do also have to give props to my girl queen mave played by dominique mcgilly got jesus christ i hope i got that right i apologize to the people to the great people of ireland if i didn't (laughs) uh but mave this season is fantastic like i honestly did enjoy her character from the comics Mm -hmm. because of well just all the fucked up shit yeah and how she dealt with it and well i kind of dealt with a lot of my own fucked up shit in her ways and that was a bit of a wake-up call so they they give okay the comics effective in one way they give they give they give Maeve so much in this show way more than she like, like they, there's a framework in the comics for, for a character like this in Maeve, but, like, the comics don't like her. The comics fucking hate Maeve. No, the comics definitely don't like her. Like, she doesn't get show. the cool fight scene that she gets in this season. No, she she gets no. one-shotted in the comic. I mean, she and Maeve, honestly, Maeve's had the coolest fight scenes throughout this show. This season is no different, and her arc this season is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, um, should we get into our scores and final thoughts? And no, I want to nerd out more. <laughs> Move into spoiler territory. I would be delighted. All right, then why don't you start us off? Uh, yeah, this is the best. This is the best season so far. It is socially and politically relevant to the point where where it feels like you're watching a documentary, but then you see hero gas and you're like oh wait no no no, this isn't reality it couldn't be but uh performances are great all across the board and it it is just an exceptional exceptional show that must be watched i highly highly recommend it i'm going to give it nine out of ten vhs copies of soldier boy on solid gold (laughs) right on and uh dog it yeah this is probably uh, maybe maybe I like season two a little better, but not by much. This is a great season of television. What What's really important to me is character building. And this show does not stop on that whatsoever. We get we even get more into Kimiko's head and more into uh, uh, Black Noir's head. Like, there's so much payoff this season that I, I 
fucking love. And with Jessen Eccles coming in, who... It's just like, it's the best nerd show that doesn't hate its nerdism, but shows how it's not always great. And, and, and I appreciate that. I, I gotta give this uh, 9 out of 10 uh, uh, times he sang Blondie. <laughs> right on, Elliot. Yeah, I, I pretty much completely agree. I think this is the best season so far, I think. They're doing pretty much everything right with all of these characters and really developing them more and letting us chew on them more and, and letting letting this universe kind of marinate. <clears throat> I think this show has sometimes been guilty, um, not in a bad way, which sounds weird, uh, not, uh, um, being clunky with its storytelling um, because it wants to sort of push a message at you. And I like the messages that it's pushing, but this season... I think those two really end up cohering a lot better. Um, there are straight-up parodies of events that have happened in the last few years that have caused controversies that will make you laugh. Um, yeah, this is I. This is a really great show. It's it's kind of the show we need right now in a lot of ways, uh, and it's it's not an easy watch for a lot of people. Um, but um, <laughs> those are the reasons I love it all the more because it does get gross a lot of the time um yeah um i i I was actually curious about anthony Starr and and his awards for homelander and he's won a couple of like nothing critic choice awards so emmys step up and one teen choice award oh okay all right (laughs) <laughs> um and, and and yeah i'll just say i think he's the standout here i think this is another we're gonna be hanging his performance of homelander up there with other sort of great movie and television performances i think uh i'm gonna give this nine out of ten uh exploding genitals <laughs> uh in the words of one mr jules winfield this is some serious gourmet shit this show just continues to knock it out of the park and yeah it has far exceeded its own source material in terms of quality and relevance and just overall not only what it has to say but how it's trying to say it um i i'm astonished that even though yeah it does kind of tread some of the same ground season after season it still manages to keep it consistently good and interesting um it is pretty nihilistic at the same time in a lot of regards and and that can definitely get exhausting but i'm i'm in it uh until the end I, i can't wait to see where they go next season especially since so many big game changing things happened in this one I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go with that and i'm gonna give it eight and a half talking cartoon animals out of ten <laughs> um and so now we are getting into spoilers no holds barred so if you have not seen it yet uh stop listening if not i don't know what to tell you um, look 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 so there's a lot of bad things there's a lot of bad things about soldier boy there's a lot of bad things about soldier boy but can we he saved. He saved. Uh, he saved Beverly. Uh, he. Damn it! What's that? Eddie he Murphy? saved Beverly Hills Cops. He saved Beverly Hills Cops. <laughs> he saved Beverly Hills Cops. Let's just okay. give him that. Okay. Admittedly, yes. Also, something I definitely want to see more of. I want more Paul Reiser. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Oh, my god. So oh I forgot about that. I, that was so great. I love oh. seeing Paul Reiser as the legend, especially just. Probably a kind of realistic interpretation of Stanley. Probably. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stanley. most likely. <laughs> like, I love how he just goes from this like 
Yeah, I'm pro- yeah, Marlon Brando is probably fucking me in the ass. <laughs> what? What are you homophobic? Ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> what is that gay or something? Those are Egyptian shits. And how pissed he gets that Soldier Boy fucks his mates. It's like, well, great. Now I can't fucking yeah. fire him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was like Paul Reiser was playing Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my! But oh, yeah, Black Noir. Uh, Black Noir is dead. No more. And uh, I, 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 I was really it. fucked up. I don't trust it. I mean, I yeah, I would like to believe this is going to be their way of playing on the uh, superhero dies and oh comes back uh, trope. I would I would definitely like that because. Once again, uh, doing better than the comics. I liked what I liked. I really liked how they changed up Black Noir from here, from being, well, the even more sycophantic clone of Homelander that did way sicker things than Homelander did. I, I'm I'm really glad we got comics. to see like how his mind works because there's like just a little snippet. Oh, where, like a child. Yeah, there's a little snippet where we get to see. Oh, he likes Homelander. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's also, yeah, like, he isn't was... he implied to be, like, heavily brain damaged at the same well, time? Well, yeah. my interpretation of that was he likes Homelander because ho- unlike Soldier Boy, Homelander doesn't fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's my interpretation uh, of that, at least. Yeah. I will say one thing I absolutely loved was the start of the season where we see <laughs> Charlize Theron as Stormfront for Dawn of She's the just Seven. doing cameos everywhere. Yeah. I think I saw and that episode like a, a week I, after I Doctor Strange. Seen, <laughs> yeah, and here, yeah, I was about to say I had not seen Multiverse of Madness yet. I had to wait till Disney Plus for that show. Oh. I what they do with A Train's family and like his story this season, where he's he keeps pushing this, and his family leads him to like you got to do something about this piece of shit superhero Blue Hawk, who's just fuck up the neighborhood, and how he he gets his heart. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Yeah, I, I like this subtle detail when she told him that's whose heart is in him now. You can hear the heart monitor beep, 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 like speed up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That Like, that fervor added to how much I did like A-Train's story this season. Uh, although I will admit, it was like, you know, I want to get back to my roots. Like in Roots. And I just thought, we must have read a different book, <laughs> A-Train. I just... I was like, I was just uh-huh. waiting for like a, like a, just a, a slap to the face. I was like, man, I want to get back to my roots of Africa. I was like, you're from like Jamaica. Right. <laughs> Jamaica, Queens. Oh Plus, hey, we got more Billy Zane. Always a good guy. Oh, yeah. Billy That's Zane, such Rogan. a thankless role in this show. His career I, is now just doing awesome cameos, mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm kind of here fine. for it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, and plus, that that stuff, Rogan cameo, that was, that was up. gross and amazing. <laughs> it it held on that shot and the sounds of him for so long. I was just like, oh no, thank you. <laughs> that was both disgusting and hilarious. That I, right I, after Lori Holden's um music video was such a great yeah like, oh my god these people oh. are so just awful see see <laughs> give 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 this editing team an emmy just mwah. Mm-hmm. and again i i will say like uh, huey is still my favorite thing of this season his arc especially when it comes to that great moment in the finale where they're fighting throughout the vought news studio 
and he just gives Annie all the power. Well, it's yeah. Huey. It's Huey remembering why he's actually on the team, why he's an important member. Yeah, it, yeah, and it, uh, again, it's that the. And again, I saw as like the demoralized voice of reason finds his morals again and realizes, no, I gotta do this shit the way I I must. I gotta admit, I watch reaction videos, and every reaction, every every female reactor I watch who watches that scene is always like, he lifted her up. Yeah, lifted her up. (laughs) I I liked it too because yeah, not only was it reminding him of his his purpose as kind of the heart of the team but also going back to his roots as like a tech guy yeah just instinctively knew which buttons to push and what to do and and all that i was like oh that's nice yeah and again frenchie absolutely loved his art Frenchie's my favorite of just uh, of just trying to be like i'm trying not to be an asshole anymore we deserve dental (laughs) well they do but butcher (laughs) is too busy being a fucking asshole. Man, Butcher ruined they're, everything. He's they're working the for a congresswoman now. I mean, yeah. Should be able to get some Man, what, congressional health care. What Butcher does to Ryan is just so fucking frustrating and sad. That oh, he just God. needs somebody to talk to him, and Butcher can't even be bothered. No, no but yeah, Butcher is the friend who you're like, you just need to talk so- to somebody. And he talks to himself in the fucking mirror. Like, right. that's gonna solve anything spoiler alert it doesn't Dick. and i i really did like where his story was going because it's like all right well you got about a few months to live (sighs) (laughs) fuck it's it's kind of tragic because um when it's first revealed to mm that they're going to use soldier boy to try and kill homelander mm is like no i just want to kill soldier boy yeah, and 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 Butcher essentially has to uh, hold not literally, but but has to convince hold him not him. to kill Soldier Boy. And of course, at the end of the day, what happens in the season is they just end up they have to they team up with Homelander to kill Soldier Boy. Yeah, and mm being that, right all along, so kind of yeah. Yeah, and that fight between and and, and those two fights going on simultaneously. Yeah, uh, exactly. W- was great. Like the edit, like. Again, I have to commend any fucking uh, action scene where I can actually tell what's going on, because it was it it was balancing two very different fight scenes. Yeah. In the, you know you know in how brutal they were and the language they used to tell their respective. Now, now I have a question stories. for everybody, because everybody. Everybody was uh, having diff- was having different ideas how the finale would go after the penultimate episode's reveal, which is the Soldier Boy is Homelander's dad. Did 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 it, did it round out as as everybody thought it would? Because everybody had everybody had it, theories flying it, whose it, sides it everybody went, would take. It went as ba- about as what I expected. Yeah, like Soldier Boy, like Soldier Boy would be like, "Wow, you're my son. You're a." fucking pussy <laughs> you're wearing a cape uh, yeah and, and yeah and even yeah yeah and even the eventuality of homelander finding ryan uh was like yeah it, it, it this was gonna happen at some point i'm just glad like Ma- uh, mallory wasn't killed off yeah because i'm i'm looking forward to that eventual uh confrontation next season to where butcher just 
bitches her out, being like, how could you let this happen? And Mallory handing Butcher his balls. Ooh, and the flashback to, to her as a young person was such was so great. Spinoff. Yeah. Give me a spinoff. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, 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 that was just splendid. 